Hey everyone, Chris Hansen here of Hansen vs. Predators and Catcher Predator. Why don't you have a seat right over there and listen to Kyle and Brandon, our podcast. According to my chat logs, Kyle and Brandon have interesting guests. No, I hated it. Yeah. Everybody's sweaty, everybody's on drugs, so they're super sweaty but also touchy. And then they touch your face, then you leave there and the next day you have pimples. Fantastic conversation. He's underground in a lab, floating in a tank of water because he almost died. And most important, no predators. Here at Intoxia Reviews, we intellectually dissect the art of cinema, scene by scene. Here's some clips. Oh, he is. It's just a fucking big wooden doll full of cum chasing kids around. <laughs> you look up guys who poop in a bag. I think that's where you'll find them. Because he is hurt. It's probably just in your search history anyway, isn't it? This movie fucking blows. So don't forget to subscribe to Intoxicated Reviews on all places you find podcasts. Except Spotify. We're working on it. Do not take product if you are hypersensitive. Okay, Internet. Welcome back to another episode of the Intoxicated Podcast. I am your host, Sarah McClellan. And if you're brand new to this podcast, this is a comedy variety talk show that gets personal. Every Friday, I chat with comedians, creators, and characters about the messiness of life. Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. And I'm happy to say this. Welcome back to stand-up comedy in Halifax. We're back, baby. Shows are happening. And it's fucking amazing. Things kind of started opening up again last week. And let me tell you, it's just been so great. Um, It's been really, really cool to see everybody coming out and seeing even comedians sort of take in shows like audience members. We're all just so stoked to have comedy back and so stoked to be hanging out again. This has been a weird week for me personally. Um, There's a lot of there's a lot of a lot of personal shit going on with me. I'm not going to air it out on this intro. I've been pretty emotionally depleted this week. Um, Like I said, lots of personal stuff. And there was, you know, probably a solid day this week that I didn't get off my phone um, talking with people about some issues going on. It's just been rough, you guys. It's not that long ago that I released the I'm Not Okay episode where I talked about this. But things are hard. But they are getting better. I mean, comedy is back and it has been just such a surge of positivity and inspiration in a weird way for me um I've been writing jokes it's the strangest thing I had the worst day a couple days ago like full-on breakdown mode and just feeling so hopeless and literally I wrote a joke during a breakdown I came up with an idea for a joke figured it out wrote it out ran it by some people and worked out a joke after having an emotional breakdown And then I went to see comedy and I saw all my friends do amazing at Oasis. And it was just a really cool kind of turnaround. So things are still tough, but they're getting better. We're trucking through. And just to put a little tease out there, I'm going to be getting up on that stage pretty darn soon. Uh, Not going to say the date just yet, but stay tuned for August because something's happening. I'm getting up there. I'm going to try it. So that was a big step for me, but I'm actually ridiculously excited. And out of that, I might record some of the process. 
I don't know. I have some ideas around the concept of me trying stand up for the first time. Like maybe I will um, record the process of me putting my jokes together and then maybe record after my set and let you guys know how it went. Something like that. I think it's a cool moment to record because it's taken me a very long time to actually be like, put me on, like put my name down. I'm doing it. Um, a lot of nerves associated with it. I think that I feel a lot of pressure for things to be perfect and amazing. And everyone I know is just like, just try it. It doesn't have to be perfect. You might not even do good, but it's just getting up there. That's the important part. So it's happening in August. Stay tuned. But this week's episode, you guys, yet again, because of personal shit, I didn't record until late in the week. So this is another really quick turnaround episode But I'm so stoked that I have this one because it was a fucking blast. These are two of my favorite people. And they've been killing it in the quarantine, doing Instagram live shows every week. It's Albert Coombs and Matt Baker. They are back on the show. It's a silly fun time. It's all over the place. I play some recordings of me talking and snoring in my sleep. We talk a lot about comedy and joke writing and how we're all feeling now that it's fucking back. So I always love having these two on. Please follow them on social media. Also, please follow Oasis Comedy Tuesday because this is one of the mics that is back up and running with comedy every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. at Oasis Downtown Halifax. If you are in Halifax, come by and check out a show. There's only been two so far, but they have been fucking amazing and really good crowds and really good energy. So we can only build on that. So please come out to some comedy shows. I usually repost them on Intoxicated whenever they happen. And you can see some of the guests that I've had on the show. So I highly encourage that. And of course, follow the podcast on social media, Facebook and Instagram at Intoxicated Podcast. We are on Twitter at in underscore intoxicated. You can leave an Apple podcast rating or review if you really like the show. But the best thing that you can do as a listener is to spread the word about the show, whether that's sharing on social media or telling a friend. So whatever you can do to spread the word, please share this podcast with the comedy lovers in your life. But that's all for this this week, guys, please enjoy this week's episode with Albert Coombs and Matt Baker. All right. I think that we are rolling and we're good to go. All right. Oh, my goodness gracious. I'm just going to, there's no cold open for this one. Normally, I record banter for a little bit. Now, what are we? No banter. We're going we gonna to roll in hot. Roll in all. <laughs> I hate this friggin' straight to camera setup because I have to be like, it's tough. Yeah, da, 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 da. I'm, it's gonna change. You eventually. can look at us on here. Yeah, that's what I'll be doing. That's how I'll be yeah, looking at your faces. Yeah, I look at the screen and then that way it's easier as opposed to like unless something crazy is about to go on, I'll go. Wait, what? Oh, we and should I have to look at you physically. See, because the issue times, is we should come back here and exchange a look behind Sarah's head. You could yeah, do that. Like, we'll do right. it secretly. <laughs> the the issue is, is I could do it with Kirsten because I could do because she's screen. a girl. Okay, fine. Okay. <laughs> oh, we're t- t- thirty <laughs> seconds into here the podcast. Go. Here we go. Here Where's we go. Because I had her sit there. And I had the options be uh, split screen, like I had it, like I'll just quickly show, like I could switch between the two, Yeah. Oh, and nice. also a split screen, but I can't do split screen with more than, it just won't work yeah. ratio wise, yeah. um, and so I could do multi-screen oh. if you want it two and one, but then someone would have to sit by themselves. 
We could do that for characters. Uh, it'd be kind of cool, actually. I wouldn't mind being over there on the gold all on my own. No. <laughs> yeah, you guys interview me. Do you want to? <laughs> Maybe later on we will. Yeah, let's. let's we'll play, we'll do an episode of America's Got Talent. <laughs> oh my god, I'll do it. Yeah, I mean. but also too, like I love multicam, but I I don't want to be the one controlling the camera. Yeah, I'd like true. someone to come hang out and do that. Uh. You know, so I might like put like a fake job post out and be like. Intoxicated intern, like come hang out with my cat. I, I, come hang out and you can drink and like yeah. like you can be part of the team even though you don't talk. Free rent, you just crash on the couch. They can be like a little part of your home. Yeah, exactly. Like a, a new pet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just sitting in the cat house. Yeah. Like, it's where you live now, pal. And they don't Welcome. speak unless spoken to. It's like, you know what it is? I need a Jamie. Like how Joe yeah. Rogan has Jamie. I need a Jamie. Oh. You need a Jamie. Yeah, I need a Jamie. Yeah. So maybe just shoot a message to Jamie. Maybe he doesn't want to work for Joe anymore. I actually don't yeah, even know his like last name or anything. Well, he, he probably oh, keeps it that way. I don't know his Jamie, identity. shit, I do know. Because he's on um, uh, Kill Tony too, right? Is he really? I didn't Isn't know Isn't he the guy that runs Kill Tony? Oh, I didn't know I that. I thought that was Tony Hinchcliffe. Uh, well, the guy who runs the boards, Will <laughs> Tony, isn't that him? I could be wrong. You, I don't know. That's I. I I've never known his like identity at all, other than okay. Jamie. I've never. I don't even know what he looks like. Okay, well, but listen, I know what he looks. I'm like. I'm not selling this well. It's still a very important element of Joe Rogan. The nice, yeah. the nice thing about the split screen is, uh, Sarah, can you pull up the second screen for a sec? Oh, we just have to go to our quick sponsor here, folks. <laughs> bananas. No brand in particular. There That's right. Go. It's a perfectly good banana slowly rotating around. This is uh, no particular brand. Ignore the sticker. Bananas. <laughs> full of potassium, calcium, and peel. There. That's right. Sex appeal. Bananas. Can you throw in... Uh, I, got, I got a little spot I got to do for this one. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh. Throw it in there. Uh, Both of them? Hi, uh, uh, my name is Bubble Lee, and I am a tasty beverage. All right, that's perfect. Thanks so much. Uh, yeah, this is Listen, be super wild. The studio is a work in progress. Bear with me, people. But I do want to make it better. But like, there are certain things I got to do. Like, I really want like all this shit to be off to the side. And I just want like a podcast table. Like I just want. Uh, do you know what I mean? But uh, PCT, I get it. Yeah. But also, people do want to see themselves. So I do need yeah. like a screen somewhere. I don't know. We'll you figure it out. Screens. You should have a giant table with a bunch of screens set into the table. Jeez, so that we all look down. Like like your own little personal monitors of like what wild. you look yeah. like. Or Google Glass. Let's all go Google. Google Glass. Glass. Yeah. I haven't introduced our guests yet. I'm very, very excited. Two regulars, two very much so regulars. You guys have both done this a bunch of times. Uh, yeah, third been, time. This is my third time. Yeah. Is it both of your third times? Because you did with oh, Andrew, it's my fourth with Solo and with Robbie. Oh yeah, it's so my you're fourth. Four. Sorry, and you, you are Chris, Adrian. Oh my God! This is my fourth too. Hey! Yeah. And, and fucking Mitch. Mitch. Yeah, fourth. Holy okay. shit! I thought I was only on three, and a bunch of debates and shit too. Yeah, yeah debates are so those much things. Fun. Uh, they do count, but they don't count. Mm-hmm. In terms of like the intoxicated count, I'm still at four as far as I'm concerned. You're, you guys yeah. are both regulars yeah. for sure. Regular yeah. status has been achieved, and I'm very, very happy to be here hey, tonight. We're regular. 
shout out to uh, all brand. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to bananas. <laughs> all sorts of fiber. <laughs> So, guys, Matt Baker is here. Hey! And Albert Coombs. Welcome back. Thanks for having us. It's been so Thank long. You. It's been, yeah, this is crazy to be here physically. It's weird. I know, physically right? I was here last week. Well, me and, me, and, me and Albert were talking about how Albert hasn't done a solo episode yet. I never have, yeah. I, Sarah finds me intimidating. Yeah, <laughs> most people do. You don't yeah. need a solo, a solo episode with Albert. Mm-hmm. Albert's like a steak, you know? He goes great with potatoes. But if you yeah. just eat steak alone, you're like, oh, this is weird. The potato bean. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was that was Chris and Kyle's episode. No, that's name, a great point. I'm steak and you're potatoes. <laughs> I couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> Man, because I'm a fucking baked potato. My heart's a mashed potato. (laughs) Oh, mine too, big time. No, my heart's a scalloped potato. Someone fucking cut it up and fried it. You know what? I realized (laughs) that. It's delicious. I uh, cut my own heart up. Really? I make things worse for myself with heartbreak stuff. You know what I just watched last night? First time ever? Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Oh, so good. Crazy. I really like that. Where is that machine when you need it in real life? That's what uh, I want to know. I'm pretty sure it's called alcohol and cocaine. But it doesn't, and also, I but think it doesn't permanently erase someone. It only temporarily erases someone. Well, you're not, <laughs> oh, you're yeah. not using it enough. <laughs> hey, uh, uh, giving up on the plan, Sarah, just never be sober again. <laughs> <laughs> That's the plan. You go down a dark road, and you don't you don't get off the dark road. What are you yeah. doing? I'll tell you this, Sarah, all right? I know you're saying it doesn't exist, but I went to high school with a guy named Brian, and he got so fucked up on cough syrup and uh, over-the-counter drugs that he, had, like, once he got out of rehab, he didn't know anyone. Okay. So, realistically, so I can get, But I don't want to not doable. know anyone. You're just not committed enough. But would you want to erase everyone just to forget one person? I mean... I mean, that's, sure. the, that's the question that the, the movie poses, and I believe... Although it's been several years, I believe at the end they decided, no, that wasn't such a good idea. <laughs> no, no, Spoiler this guy is dunk. Yeah. I love that movie though. Uh, That's one of my favorite great. movies. It's really well done. Like, and it's heartbreaking really too. Fucking Banana heartbreaking. Man. Yeah, he's so good. Um, <sighs> They're so good together too. Oh my yeah. gosh. Who's the? What's the lady's name? Kate Winslet. I, Kate I, Winslet. I googled her after because I was like, wow, she's beautiful. Yeah, yeah it's fucking Rose from Titanic. Really. Oh yes. my I never Is seen that the lady I think that I've Chris seen Chris really likes. What? Yeah, Chris really likes Titanic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to Chris Halaf who loves uh, romantic movies like Titanic. Does he? Yeah, he, d- he does. What a softy. He likes to uh, he likes to cry and then uh, say <laughs> to, say to nobody in the room, paint me like one of your French girls. <laughs> There's nobody there. He's just he's just on a couch, balled up. <laughs> Oh my goodness! But I'm so I'm so happy to be here with y'all. I I've been a garbage podcaster lately, and I've been leaving all my episodes to the night before lately, and it's unacceptable. And I'm gonna get my shit together and fix that. But you, I you, appreciate you guys yeah. for coming on last minute. Thanks for having. Thanks for last yeah, minute. Stoked. Hey, you know, we, mind. Do? we got nothing else to do. <laughs> but that not to not to make it seem like this doesn't have value. And we're like, well, there's nothing else. But. <laughs> I mean, but you were free, is what? It, yeah, I was available. Yeah. I cleared my schedule, which was already cleared. No, literally, <laughs> if I had to, um, I know, sweep my bathroom, I wouldn't have made it. Yeah. Like this right. is last on the list of things for me to right, do. Right, right, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 
if I wanted to go buy a soda, I would have been like, sorry, sir, I can't make it. <laughs> are you guys ever, are you guys, okay, so like I have like this weird thing where like I don't like canceling plans ever. Like I will. Oh, yeah. You, yeah. Like, I, I don't. Like are you ever really excited when something gets canceled and you're like, fuck yeah, I didn't want to go anyway. Yeah. Um, no. No. Sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes. Where you're like, where you're like, ah, oh, I didn't want to go anyway. Well, Fuck yeah. Sometimes I just don't want to leave. But I, I do have a rule that if I can do something instead of doing nothing, I'll do that. Because laziness will oh, destroy yeah. you. Like, it, you just turning things down for no reason is such a bad way to live. But it feels so nice to just have nothing to do sometimes. Yeah, I uh, think that's so what it is. When people bail, it's kind of nice to just... Have a night. Have a night. Yeah. I've had. I feel like I feel guilty for feeling that way after quarantine, which was like so many nights of that. Oh yeah. Where there was nothing. But then it's almost habitual to to do it. So you're like, oh man, I should probably not do anything because I'm not used to doing something yet. That's you got to ease back into having life. I felt that way even like recently, being like, I can only commit to like two things per day. Yeah, that's fair. (laughs) Like I'm still adjusting back to like. What it is to be a productive person in the world. Two things a day is See, a I uh, never was. So. <laughs> That's not true. I'm like, a productive member yeah. of society. <laughs> yeah. like, I would say that you're the most productive out of, out of the three. <laughs> yeah, Albert, for some reason, is like, he's, he's, he's got like the trifecta. He's funny. Yeah. He has got a hold on his finances. Yeah. And he's just such a likable dude. And oh, you, you and you <laughs> wait, and you also can stay up past eleven, yeah. which is yeah, another. Yeah, well, I stay up till three anyway, so it stinks. Also, you have a license, which a lot of females look for in a guy. They do. I don't have a car though. Yeah, but which a can, lot of females. But you have a job. Where, you have a job where you can rent a car. I could, I could get a car, yeah. which is insane for me. If I was like, "Can I rent a car, Matt?" You'd be like, "Yeah." You, if you save really, really hard, <laughs> it was get, super cheap. To be fair, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, two twenty for a week. Do you guys good. think that that's a quality women look for in men? No, I, don't know. I don't know. Having well, I would say that your odds are significantly better if you have a car. Yeah, you can just do more stuff. <laughs> we were talking about we drove yeah, by a person no question. who had uh, a bike on the back of their car, and we're like, "Oh, that's uh, some biker guy going to Sarah's house. He's <laughs> yeah. got a hot, hot date." And then, uh, <laughs> and then we were talking about the idea of like a biker guy, like being like a motorcycle guy and then like just a cyclist. So the terms are biker boy and cyclist cuck. (laughs) (laughs) This guy's weird though. He's got a bike attached to his his car. He probably owns both. Like, way to rub it in. (laughs) I tape one vehicle to my other vehicle. Dude, that's like ducks, man. That's why I don't understand why we don't hate ducks more. You know? Ducks? They have teeth. They can fly. They can walk. They can swim. It's like they got it great. Pick a lane. Yeah. You know Pick a lane. Mean? But they yes. also, uh, they, they have teeth. Do you ever see a duck's mouth? No, I have not seen a duck's mouth. If you just Google, like, duck teeth, you oh will be God. terrified. Why did you accidentally try Googling? <laughs> no, it was, it was. Oh, fuck teeth. Oh, <laughs> son of a bitch. Goddamn autocorrect got duck teeth. <laughs> it was Nature is Metal, the subreddit that I go oh. on, like, all the time. Oh, and, and, Nature is Metal. Yeah, Nature is have Metal. Have you ever seen... Just the zoomed in of the duck's uh, bill, and then the thing like it just looks like a little dog's face. A duck's what? bill. Wait, hang on a second. I'm gonna look this up right now, just so I can show it to you. Uh, have you seen the the inside of a a leatherback turtle's mouth? Oh, that's pretty freaky. Are, are we all just gonna look up? Inside Wait, no. Of this is uh, this is the thing I want to see. Uh, look at it. 
Doesn't it look like a dog's face? Oh my god, it does! It's crazy. Somebody showed that to me once, and it always, forever, looks like a dog's face. That's madness. Dude, that's the inside of a leatherback turtle's mouth. Oh, that's horrible. I don't know. That's scary. Very spooky. Yeah, ducks' bills look like dogs' faces. Look at them. I'm going to put those images in in the video version of this. Nice. That's good. Don't put that one in. That's horrific. I'm going to be honest with you. That just ruined my day. (laughs) 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 I'm not going to have a good set tonight because of that shit. Oh, my God. You guys have a show tonight. That's exciting. We do. At the grind downtown the grind. on the yep. waterfront. Yep, for sure. Hopefully, you have more. And yep. what's and are you guys excited for that? Yeah, I, I am yeah. for sure. It's a yeah. Matt's hosting, which is good. Setting up a new room. Yep, which is oh, excellent. Yeah. A Thursday mic finally. Yeah, that's great. Since that's uh, High Life closed, hasn't yeah. been one. Yeah, um, and you've both been on stage since everything's reopened. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. how did all of your sets go? How are you finding the the uh, transition back yeah. well I've only been up once uh, it was great though it was really fun felt natural were you I got drunk? drunk yeah yeah I was just gonna say because you drunk. said you were drunk and I wasn't like horribly drunk I did get met to bring me up by saying that I was drunk so that I could go into oh, my you drunk impression you oh yeah no oh, I asked okay. him to say that yeah okay well because I was going in with the the impression of my dad which isn't really an impression I of my dad that, I love that, that joke. joke I love that um, joke so much and uh, yeah, so I wanted. I thought it'd be funnier if he brought me up as I'm drunk. Yeah, and, that, and I think that's a better way to do it because that way the host doesn't think you're a fucking piece of shit either. Yeah, yeah. Like, he's different with Matt. He knows me, so he wouldn't. Yeah, yeah. But like for somebody I don't know, yeah, I should probably let them in on the joke. Yeah. yeah. The what did he say? The inebriated Albert Coombs. The inebriated Albert Coombs. I think is what he said. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes, he did. Yeah. The uh, wasted. <laughs> Your ex comic's fucking obliterated. Please welcome to the stage, Albert Coombs. <laughs> He's wasted, shit faced. I wish I remembered more Eminem lyrics right now. <laughs> I was a little bit drunk last ago? night. Night. I got a little bit wasted. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But Matt, how are you finding it? Uh it's fun. Yeah, man, it's such a fucking high to yeah. get out on stage and like you're like, oh, but then like. I, was had, I had this discussion over quarantine with my friends that I live with who aren't comics. And I was just like, comedy is like this feeling that you get. And like as soon as you do it and you get off stage, you have this huge rush. And it's the yeah. best high you've ever had. But then it disappears quick. I've heard this from... Yeah, I've heard this about this. So it's then you're exactly like, like cocaine. I need it. Is it like a come down kind of thing? Like you feel very high and then you have that crash yeah, kind of thing? Yeah, yeah, But then like it's funny because you had three months of not having it at all. So you're like, oh, I'm clean. <laughs> and then you and then you go back into it, but it was fun. It, uh, I mean, Thanks. shout out to everyone in Halifax, all the comics. Like it was oh my God, sweet. Everyone did great. Uh, oh, shout out to people fun. in Halifax for showing up and supporting live comedy because yeah. that, you know, it's uh, more I, than ever. It feels more like than ever. Yeah, it yeah, really, really feels rooms. like like it's, we're getting better attendance now, and it's not. Like, there are the regulars there that you recognize, but yeah. it's, like, new faces, too, which mm-hmm. is crazy good. Yeah. So yeah. we got to keep that up, Halifax. we got to fucking keep that up. Yeah, no, it was sweet. Everyone was super com- – and like I said, comics put in work, too, man. It was sweet to see everyone do newer material or yep. even those who didn't do as much newer stuff, strong. Like, we, I yeah. saw some strong sets from people who, from, from before quarantine, I was just like, oh, it's just a person. <laughs> and then they, they came back and they're like, a great set. I was like, holy, holy shit. Yeah. Like, there's a few people that I was just like, man, 
Well Damn. done. Some practice. Yeah, Mitch had a really yeah. great set. When we Two, were there. Like yeah. that's when I'm saying that. Mitch. I'm thinking about Mitch. Yeah, props to Mitch if you're well, watching and, this. And Good I gotta job. say, I think that there is something to the fact that, and me and Emma have talked about this in a weird way. The lack of comedy brought people closer because yep. we came together as friends. Yep. And I think that sure. there's something about when you're hanging out more as friends around each other, you're bouncing off each other more and you're probably stretching that muscle like w- even not knowing it. Yeah, yeah. And I find myself... I make more jokes just randomly. You definitely have been, yeah. With I've you definitely guys. Sure. Yeah, like, yeah. like, and I'm more... Like, whereas before I might... I would just be like, oh no, they're not gonna... And, but now I'm just like, I'll just fucking say it and if it sucks, then it'll be funny that it sucked. If you oh, bomb, yeah, yeah like, eat, live, yeah, uh, enjoying the bomb yeah, is definitely a key it. part of it. Yeah, because it's fun to, it's great to make a joke that makes your friends uncomfortable because of how bad it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. It's my favorite thing, yeah. <laughs> that's like, that's, I really enjoy it. That's pulling an Albert Coombs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love, I love ruin, I, my goal is always to make a joke so bad it'll ruin someone's day. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you were jokes to, to ruin a day? No, well, in, like, in like a I weird, mean, in, in funny way of like, oh yeah, uh, yeah, like taking a pun and just like, <laughs> just deconstructing, <laughs> making it just hard. like you know, you know, they say like he ran over a truck or whatever, right? Like that's that's yeah. what it is. Like that thing's been run over with a truck. Yeah. And Albert Coombe does that with a lot of jokes, but not on stage, just in person. Like it's like this funny, like it's fun. It's yeah, really I know. funny. Somebody accused me of making. Uh, of my uh, jokes being puns. And I was like, well, not on stage. I'm not going to do a pun on stage no, no, no. for the most part. But but you know what's interesting about you is people, in the, like, you have, okay, this might be ballsy to say, but say you, you have a brand. I do. It's, uh, it's Hawaiian shirts and mustaches. <laughs> and bananas. <laughs> and bananas. No yeah, yeah. brand in particular. I have three, one for each of us. And oh, bubble that's, and that's, bubble Lee. I am not an Asian beverage. That's the, that is the thumbnail. Hold up the banana. Everyone hold up a banana. Got it. <laughs> do 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 do. <laughs> but you do have a brand because people will say something or like make a joke and they'll go, "That's an Albert Coombs joke." Yeah, they'll say that, but they'll always make a horrible joke and then they'll just they'll do the they'll be like, oh, "I've got a uh, uh, an Albert Coombs joke." And hey, look, it's one of my biggest fans. <laughs> Like what? Because there's a fan over there. Like, what are you talking about? It's not. It's not what I do. <laughs> it's so upsetting. Oh man, that's funny. But do you like that though? Is that flattering? Oh yeah, no, it doesn't bother me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, but, I think to have. Uh, I think for Albert and, and for people that recognize that Albert has like a style almost. Where like a voice is like pretty crazy, considering he's only been doing it for a certain amount of time, right? That's right. That's true. Only just, a, just yeah, over a year, four or five years. It's crazy. <laughs> Wait, aren't you at like a year and a half? Uh, yeah, January twenty nineteen is when I started. Yeah, I was gonna say, don't say four or five years. You know, because <laughs> if it was four or five years, I mean, still like to have a voice or to figure out what your voice is, it's not easy. And mm. and I think it's something that's continually de- developing. Oh yeah, but yeah, like. For sure. You're not saying that that's your voice. Other people are coming to you and saying, like, this is yeah. what I see as you, which is good. And which is nice. Yeah, no, I do. And I do appreciate that. That's it's, such uh, an cool. insane thing to think about the voice aspect. Because, like, for me, it's like, I just don't want to. I have so many influences. And I'm like, yeah. I just can't sound like them. And yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I'm so heavily influenced by them that, yeah, like, I'm scared. You got to watch how much comedy you start watching now. And that's the like, thing. You jump into I'm very careful. I don't watch it at all for the most part. Yeah. yeah. And that's probably an advantage, I think. Yeah, to yeah. not to not sound like other people. Yeah, you will sound. <laughs> and there's really, truly, not anyone else that I think you sound like. 
That's yeah. well. I mean, I have listened to a lot of Norm, like that definitely, and just spending a lot of time around like or talking to like Chris and Kyle and those guys. Like you talk to Brandon too much, and you'll start doing weird bits, which is great. Yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. a great extra element of yes. comedy. And I don't think it's exactly theft. Like I think it just broadens your comedic mind to talk yeah, to, yeah, it to just people makes like you that. Think, yeah. It makes you think about a joke differently, or have you construct a joke differently because. You know, um, Travis, for instance, is a very, like, storytelling-esque thing, uh-huh. right? So uh-huh. if you hang out with Travis enough and you, like, see him go up enough, you're like, okay, I have a story that I wouldn't mind telling in a certain manner. And then and then you probably start telling more story-style jokes. And it's not saying that you're telling jokes, Travis jokes, but you're telling s- stories in a sense maybe that Travis would because that's influenced you. Whereas, like, yeah. if people hang... I found just from you and I doing that show, yeah. uh, like, I've... Force myself to write like more one-liners and shorter bits. Right? Yeah, because right, it's, it's an influence. Yeah. It's Albert's influence. Yeah. Albert's oh influence, and just also ha- what we were writing for too, which makes a big thing, right? That's oh right. yeah, and the, yeah, the nature of the show was yeah. to write a lot of short jokes. Yeah, so, so oh, let's Matt's talk- influenced me a lot too. Now I say crazy. <laughs> crazy. That's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> I've started saying that all the time, and I'm like, I'm just doing it. That's great. <laughs> we got to tell the listeners about this Instagram Live. So you guys have been doing this Instagram Live show, started up in during quarantine. Yeah. Now, like April, maybe. I yeah. got to say something. I'm, I'm going to take a little bit of credit for this one, because I think... The debates at my live show inspired this. Yeah. Am oh yeah. I, right. Yeah. That's when we yeah, started yeah. talking about it. Yeah. yeah. Because Albert and I had to go up against each other, and we were both like, <laughs> Albert was like, as soon as he found out, what did you say? You're like, you was it you that said I was just going to do crowd work, or was it me that said I was? Just oh, gonna I do said crowd work? you were just going to. Yeah, do yeah. Crowd work. I was like, like, this is great. You're just going to go up there and do crowd work. I'm like, yeah, you're fucking right. <laughs> <laughs> like that's the whole point of the fucking thing. It's just off the top. That's right. And I did, and it was fun. I lo- was that was still fun. one of my favorite nights in comedy. Oh, oh my it was God. such a great ding, ding. show. And I gotta owe it to you because you were the one who gave me the idea for debates. Yeah. So lots of credit going right oh here. Oh my I'm God. Taking, nice. I'm taking credit for the Instagram live because I'm the one who made that show yeah, happen. That's true. But you're the one who suggested, yeah. um, the the live debates, which was like when you said it, I was like, oh my God, yeah, that that would be amazing. And I remember just being like, I wonder who would be down for this because it's so on the spot and like impromptu kind of thing yeah. and I was shocked how many people like were down and it's, it was so funny the imp- it was so I think funny the, the most fun thing about that stuff is that they're impromptu and it's off the cuff and that's right and it's one thing to do like a set off the cuff for sure because I think that's a little more difficult and people have like this mentality of like oh it's a set you're doing five minutes you should be doing jokes but when you stage it as a, a debate what you're saying doesn't necessarily need to be funny. It just needs to be the, like this contrasting idea to someone else. Yeah, the and just the contrast changes. in that can be funny because it's just like, you know, what was it, Kyle Carpenter and Adrian that yes. did like the flights? Yes, yeah, like those are two very different people just yes. physically. Yes, oh, and it was so obviously so, the yes. ideas are yeah. going to be so funny, right? Yeah, yeah, so good, so good. And your guys, yeah, the introvert versus extrovert one, right? That, that was, was super fun. So yeah. Fun. Oh so, my god. That was really good. And it worked out really well going second because I knew Matt was just going to be uh, <laughs> just slinging funny shit the whole time. But, like, without any. I just knew I was like, Matt's going to say something fucked and I'll be able to talk about that for a while. <laughs> Matt's whole argument turned out to be like that. Uh, 
extroverts will fight each other on a plane. Yes. <laughs> that was like the crux of your argument. I was like, okay, yeah. I, I, well, here's why introverts better. They don't. <laughs> Nobody likes I want to take the, I want to make the live debates its own show. That's That's like, right. I, I got the idea from CBC's debaters. Everyone served that, I hope. Yes. Ooh. Yeah, okay, yeah, cool. yeah. I hope you're Which it's, it's a, Isn't it a little seen. different, though? Because yeah, they know their subjects ahead of time, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a, it's a slightly different take on it. No, I think the, I think the best part is that it is impromptu because, yeah. like, and Albert and I will agree on this, and maybe some comics won't because some people don't have that, that mindset, and it doesn't mean that they're not comedically funny. It's just like everyone writes in a different manner, right? Yeah. Uh, but I love stuff that's like impromptu, off the cuff, like yeah. just like here's the situation because you learn it's like sink or swim, and the audience laughs during every process. You drowning, you struggling to stay on the surface, that's and right. you like swimming. That's right. Like, every part of that Absolutely. makes people enjoy. It. And sometimes you drown. Oh, yeah. That's the thing is that it can go very poorly. Oh yeah, but it sure. if it goes like in the debates that you had over quarantine I felt like there was a couple of times where because it was on the spot I came up with something that was way funnier than I would have if I'd written it but Mm -hmm. a couple of times where I came up with nothing Uh, and it it depends on and it's tricky because like in a situation like that I think there's probably an even number of people who like the impromptu and people who like to prepare you could split it 50 and there's nothing wrong with either one it's just they're different oh yeah yeah is the thing so I mean like I don't know if I could ever do an on on the spot debate well we were just having this discussion just with like you talking about getting into comedy and writing things out word for word Mm -hmm. whereas like I know that I write like just a small blip like what do you do you write your jokes are a little shorter anyways and tighter Uh, yeah I just write down like a a word or two well on my set list because I want to be able to read that if I have to Mm -hmm. I'll just write out a word or two I used to write out word for word. Honestly, in my phone, I think I go, I hit every major point in a joke because you don't want to forget no, a no, point. No. That's like you my fear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I've got that whatever comedy pal. I actually downloaded that too. Yeah, comedy uh, companion. Comedy companion. Yeah, it's it's pretty new monster flavor, hardcore apple, way better than last favor flavor, hard apple core. I love that joke. So that's <laughs> like you're not writing it word for word there, but you're giving yourself yeah. the like you Enough can every idea. Yeah, <clears throat> interesting. He's he's got the main punch. Yeah, interesting. That's exactly. The premise and the punch are right there. In in enough detail that it's just like okay, I'm not. It, it'd be pretty hard to stray. <laughs> yeah, and and I don't want to say it the exact same way every time. I mean, there's some jokes that I have to because. Of you know word economy, you just figure out a way to say it in like ten or twelve. We words should just or whatever. We'll both. We should both go through our things and make Sarah tell a joke. Oh, okay. Yes, I like that idea. And also, I just want to let everyone know that Matt brought me a gift. He brought me a notebook. Got you a, a notebook so you can start writing your jokes. Very sweet. And that's so nice of you. And Thank I you so much. I brought her a gift too. Uh, getting to I do. <laughs> um, I uh, I taped it? off a couple of key parts. Oh no no no! <laughs> no. Which person I uh, let's see. <laughs> Although you must respect your masculine man, you will not try to earn his respect. Instead, you will want him to cherish your feelings. Unfortunately, the more you intimidate a masculine man with your respectability, the less he will be able to see you as sexually desirable. Oh, yeah. What you want is to trick your masculine man into wanting to chow down on your sweet, sweet puss. <laughs> is that what it said? Yeah, it's crazy. This book's crazy. <laughs> this book's wild. 
Oh my god! Yeah. I die. So wait, what are we doing? Are uh, we actually doing? Yeah, this? Two bits. Yeah. So oh we'll give we'll give you I'll give you one premise, and then you gotta tell the joke from my from one of the jokes that I've written down. The premise. The pr- you're just giving me the premise. Well, I'll just give you what I have written down. So I have like a bunch of random okay. things w- written down, and then. I'll just oh I'll scroll through and then I'll put my finger on one. Okay. And then oh you my ha- god, you have so many. You have to you have to tell a joke just based off that. Oh you god, ready? This is gonna suck, you guys. I've never been I've never done comedy. Okay. So uh, the premise is uh, there. You go. <clears throat> Can I read the pre- what you have written first? I mean, yeah, if you want. Not working during COVID made things difficult. Things got bad financially to the point where I had <laughs> to eat my pet rock. <laughs> <laughs> It's a great joke. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> so I would probably say something like, um, oh, shit. You're lucky. Is, that was a good one because there's a lot of shitty ones in there and that one's actually pretty good. This is this is tough because this is something I've noticed about me. I do feel like I try to set jokes up to work, like with too much fat. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, it's easy to trim do. the fat. What is that, brevity? TTF. Yeah. Honestly, like you Sold pretty much writ that, writ, wrote that out, though. Yeah. Like I would probably just be like, "We're just getting over the pandemic. Um, it was really tough for me financially, not working. Got to the point where I had to eat my pet pet raw. Like, and that could pretty, work too. That's I mean, a pretty easy one. Like, uh, uh, Cal Burnett's one of the funniest dudes in He doesn't oh, yeah. really trim the. He'll put in a bunch of fat. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like, because of his ambiance, said that, yeah. it works. Yeah, mm. like the character, the character he portrays is like someone that has like a wandering mind in a sense. Yeah, yes, yeah, absolutely. So because yeah. of that, it works amazing because they're like it just adds the persona, it and that goes back to what we were talking about off mic when you were saying like I just want to throw this bit in here, not so much as a joke, but just as a funny thing to say, right? And it just builds your character. That's kind of how absolutely. I saw it because there's yeah, there's definitely oh guys, I'm doing comedy by the way. Yeah. I we kind of breezed yeah. over that. <laughs> I'm, I'm signed Exciting. up for my first August 4th. Uh, it's going down, ladies' night. You should uh, pick a joke from Albert's thing. Yeah, let's yeah, see. wait. I've got one. Uh, I've got one ready to go. Oh God! It's Did a very quick this? one. Did you write this right now? No, no, it's already been written. A friend of mine got a boob job. She's a Walmart greeter. <laughs> <laughs> it's a job for boobs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm supposed to make a joke out of this. That is the joke. That is the joke. A friend of mine got. A- if I was, if I was telling it like Albert Coombs, I would go. Oh fuck, God! What did you just get? It. It's a job for boobs. You're a fucking boob. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! I just now got She's it. a boob. Jesus yeah, Christ! Yeah, yeah. Okay, here I'll, I got another one. Here I for used you. to. It used to say he's. And if you say he's, nobody thinks she actually got a boob job. Yeah. Interesting. Can Does Comedy Companion run the timer for you, too? Uh, I couldn't figure out how to do that. Oh, you've got to add in how long the jokes are. Oh. Yeah. Oh. That's interesting. Do you got another one for me? Uh yeah, so this one's called Dumb Country Star, and it's not it's not set up it's not a complete joke. Okay, so, you, so you're gonna have to. Fuck. You're, I'm gonna give you it. Don't okay. read. Don't read what I have written on Mike. Okay. Then we're gonna talk for a few. Albert and I will talk for like thirty seconds, 
giving you 30 seconds to f- figure out the joke. Okay. Okay, you ready? Okay. Okay, starting now, Albert and I are talking. Albert. Okay, what's the deal? What's the deal? Uh, so, Albert, uh, we're going to play insult each other with ingredients. You ready? Oh, man, I'm super into this. There's only two ingredients on this. <laughs> you carbonated water drinking son of a bitch. Uh... Uh, this has natural flavor. Uh, uh, Matt has an unnatural scent. <laughs> I'm way over 30 seconds. Um, Not a significant source of saturated fat, trans fat, cholesterol, fiber, vitamin A, vitamin C, calcium, or iron. It can be read on Albert. Yeah. Uh, protein. Uh, uh, Matt and... Uh, and... Uh, uh, who's the guy who's in the news recently? But the Dalia. Matt and Dalia uh, are both protein. <laughs> I can't think of anything for this. All right, time but, up. But, but, but okay, wait. Okay, can I read it and explain why I can't Go think for of it? Yep. Okay, so it's uh, ain't nothing a beer can fix. Really, I can list a few. I can list five things just off the top of my head. So what can a beer fix? So it's off of that stupid country song where they say, "Ain't nothing uh, that a beer can't fix." So uh, what can't like, a really? beer fix? There's currently a pandemic going on. I don't think if we all cracked a bud, we'd be fine. I was just going to say racism. Yeah. Beer Co- COVID. Yeah. Uh, my erectile dysfunction. <laughs> my... Um, say my erectile dysfunction. <laughs> my one weird labia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that makes it sound like you have a set of labias. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, uh, can you check in the back if we have inventory on a fresh set of labias? <laughs> Man, it's it's like just even just writing a joke. Even if you tried now. to buy them, you'd probably have to put them on labia way. <laughs> labia way. Labia way. You can't pay for them in full. Okay, okay I, wait. Oh, one one last one? joke. Okay, here's another one. Okay, should I just read this? Yeah, more or less. <laughs> I've got two razors, one for my balls and one for face and balls. <laughs> got one for my balls and one for my face and my balls. Oh, uh, <laughs> see, that's another interesting thing. That's Figuring an Albert out how to say it, like when to pause the and yeah. when to like, oh, that's interesting. And that you just figure out. And how you say it. So did you guys, like when when you guys... We're preparing for your first set. Did you actually practice? Like, did you oh, say I, it out loud? I do my set in the mirror before every. Do show. you really? Yeah, yeah. Okay. At least once. Interesting. Do you? And not this show, but most. You don't. You don't like practice uh, on your own. I'm a like, big car ride guy. You do it in the do it because I'm always driving. Um. So. By yourself, like without car. people in the car. Without people in the car, I'll talk to myself. Like so, when I drive from like here to Shubi and back, or even when I was out west and I was doing shows. Living up on the mountain, I'd have like an hour and a half drive just to go do five minutes. Oh. So I'd like sit in the car with no music and I'd like fucking talk to myself about anything. And right. some of my best jokes came from that. Right. Because I'm just like fucking smashing a premise to bits, just like arguing my, myself about it. Yeah. So that's how that's how I've worked them out for the most part. Like I can't sit down and write. And if I do sit down and write, I find I can usually write something decent, but not something that I'm proud of. Interesting. So... And that I definitely agree with, yeah. Mm-hmm. Trying to write is difficult. Uh, yeah. You just get, 
Get inspiration and write it's, it down. Uh, the inspiration also is like, I'm very thankful for moments that I feel inspired. Yeah. To, because there's like another joke that I have that there's just like the middle part. I'm like, fuck, I just need something strong here. Mm-hmm. And otherwise it's complete. Nice. And it's just about thinking about something funny. Because another thing is, is like, I really like metaphor jokes. Yep. I went through this sh- fucked up thing in my life. It's kind of like this. Like yeah. jokes like that. I love. But I also love when they take it further and further and further. Yeah, yeah. And it just goes like more ridiculous. What's the word when you compare something? An metaphor? analogy is... Ana- analogy. Is it metaphor or not? An analogy. analogy is like a bridge. What's the difference between an analogy and a metaphor? Uh, a metaphor you're saying something is something. Oh, okay. So uh, I'm actually talking about analogies then. Yeah. Okay. Analogies are great. My heart is a sunken ship. Yeah. <laughs> My heart is like, like a piece of trash. That's the difference. Uh, Your heart is like the Titanic. Yeah. A piece of trash? Yeah. Um, <laughs> the point is that I'm really doing well, guys. <laughs> we weren't questioning it until now. Yeah. To be honest. Yeah, you guys can talk about something else. For when, uh, when Albert wears a Hawaiian shirt with buttons, it's actually called a Hawaiian shirt with butt outs. <laughs> Hawaii, did you say that mean thing to me just now? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my lord. Okay, I do have a question. I do actually have a. Sorry for Hawaiian, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. I do have a question for you guys. Okay. Why, Kiki, would you do this? (laughs) Because I was told I have to ask more questions. Okay. In my podcasts. More questions. Um, If you're doing a new joke on stage, who is the one comics laugh that you want to hear? At the back of the room, uh, you, you know how people have a laugh, like a signature laugh. Like you definitely have a signature laugh. Travis is is definitely great if he does that. Yeah, if he pitch. does the really this high or the pop. snort. Yeah, yeah, this uh, is a big pop. Uh, that way, you know. Um, uh, fun fact though, sometimes he does that for people who are bombing. totally missed it. Bombing, tanking, just so like, it's one or the other. Yeah, if yeah. you get that laugh, it's either because you totally fucked it up, oh, or it's amazing. Yeah, I, I've seen yeah, a yeah. couple of those. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen a couple of those. Yeah. If I can make Albert laugh, I always feel good because yeah. I was just thinking of Albert's laugh. Yeah, but also, I'd like to see. Ya. It goes back to the same mentality of like when people are watching, even comics, they're they're watching in a different way than an audience member. It so. Yeah. But that was what was wild about that recent Oasis night because you're watching it almost like I I did actually feel like the comics at the back of the room for certain moments during that show were audience members who just love comedy. And I think the reason you you get that is because someone gets on a a roll enough where you you just want to see them work instead. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. As opposed to like... You know, when someone's not doing the best or like they're doing mediocre, you're just working out why they're doing mediocre. In a That's sense. right. And then when someone starts on a roll and you're watching them, you're just getting into the joke. And then you're just at that point, you're just along for the ride. And you're just like, oh, fuck, this is good. Right. Yeah. Right, right, right. And I think everyone, including comics, yep. were so starved for comedy. Uh, absolutely. Even just absolutely. to watch. Like, you're seeing people come out that don't normally come out to just watch. Mm-hmm. They're coming out to watch oh, it's now. Crazy. That's the thing. You like know? Half the comics were there. 
literally as audience members. Which, which is, is so yeah. cool. It's yeah. huge. It's so cool. Makes a big difference. Supporting sure. your local rooms however you can, it just does a bunch for everyone because the difference. people who run those rooms, not only the comics, but the businesses that allow them to happen, like mm-hmm. they see that, right? Right. And, and it means a lot to everyone. So uh, if you have the opportunity to go check out rooms, even just as a comic, as an audience member, try to. Because on top of that, then you become a familiar face for the people who are running the show anyways. Yes. And then also, if you're there on the night where you weren't supposed to be up and someone else doesn't show up, you're probably going to go up. Oh, that's actually a good point. That's definitely true. So That's a great point. I mean, everyone's got scheduling too, right? I say that because I have the luck of having somewhat of a flexible job um, where I can be like, okay, I just just want to make sure that I'm free to go to this show. Mm -hmm. But on the flip side of that, if you put in the effort and you're you're there when you can be, mm-hmm. then it'll open up, right? Mm-hmm. But that's so exciting. Support your rooms when you can. Always support. We're thankful. The We're rooms. thankful for everyone who has rooms in Halifax. Thanks to all the bars that let us tell our jokes. Very that, thankful. That is right. It's very kind of them. They don't have to. Is there like a misconception about stand up that you think people who don't know, like people who aren't really familiar with comedy? might have that you're kind of like sick of them having um a lot of people think comics are uh, you know quick on their feet <laughs> can, can you tell us more about that no <laughs> <laughs> What about the misconception that you all hate yourselves and want to die? <laughs> Matt, do you have something to say about that right now? Nah, dude, don't worry about me. I'm just hanging out. <laughs> no, they, they, all, they actually all love their lives. They're all very happily, uh, there's nothing happy, ma- mentally stable people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All of them. Excuse me, ma'am. Do you have any idea how fast you were going just now? <laughs> Have you seen this boy? <laughs> I, I would say uh, one misconception for comedy. I think people don't realize the amount of talent there is on a local level. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, that's a very good mm-hmm. point. Mm-hmm. I had no idea. I, I hadn't gone to a show I before. I don't think that there's a majority of people in Halifax that probably genuinely love comedy. Mm-hmm. But they just don't they don't see like local comedy as like a thing. Oh yeah, that's because right. Because they're like, oh, it's just a bunch of nobodies trying to do something. You're like, where do you think everyone came from? Yeah. Oh. Like no one just like Bill Burr's not like, oh, I guess I'll try this, and then and they called Netflix, and Netflix is like, yeah, we'll we'll give you a special. Why not? Exactly. It's like exactly. everyone's got to start from somewhere. So I and think live is five times as good. Yeah. That's also, the other thing, it's so, so most yes hour long shows that you would go watch are better than at least half of the comedy specials on Netflix. I can't watch half of that shit. Oh, yeah. I'm being honest with you. I, I've started a few specials and stuff. And now I don't watch a lot of comedy anyways. Mm-hmm. But like, a, a lot of specials kind of stink, whereas I've never gone to a show and not at least enjoyed it on some level. On yeah. some, some aspect of it. Yeah, at the very least, the headliner is going to kill. People who you see, who, <laughs> see <laughs> who only consume it as like... Netflix, HBO specials, exactly. whatever. Yeah. They don't realize that they could like literally go to a little bar mm-hmm. and and, and see have it. a great time. Yeah. yeah, like a great time. Oh yeah, it's everyone always. Everyone knows great that time. about music. Like everyone knows that they can go to a bar and they can hear somebody play a Chili Pepper song and enjoy that more than sitting at home listening to the record. Yeah, everybody knows that, but they just don't know about it. comedy. Yeah, 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 and I didn't either. To be fair, like I didn't no, know no, how no, much no. better you live comedy. Don't think was. about it. Yeah. 
it's not something. But it's uh, I think I think now because we've had quarantine and because people have only been able to really consume things online. Like there might be a bit of an influx of people who are like, "Oh, I like comedy. I, I should, I should really go and check out a live right. show. Yeah, why not? I want to see something that's Absolutely. not a Zoom call or like yeah, a yeah. screen. Yeah, exactly. And I yeah. think people that probably did bring in a lot of people, honestly, because the live shows and especially on Instagram and stuff, it just has to be somebody in the periphery. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like anybody who kind of knows you at all yeah. can tune into that for a minute and be like, "Oh, this is funny." If I go see these people and see what they actually wrote and worked on it'd be even funny yeah, yeah, yeah that's right and that's why i think more comics should do this shit that like you guys are doing like stuff yeah. like that uh sam bartold did a little series Love for a bit there Super funny yeah he was and on the show last week yeah really we had him on yeah. i missed I most of Sam's set and i was sad about that ah, i missed all of it i was rotted we were out fishing um earlier in the day uh, so here's the story and Ooh, i don't wanna, I wanna know the story uh, so we all went fishing <sighs> Wait, wait, was it for compliments? (laughs) Yeah, always. No, Uh, I can talk. Go ahead. (laughs) And anyway, so there's four of us who went in. Four men go in. Four men and one fish come out. (laughs) I caught that fish. Did you let it release it? No, he killed it. He fucking I accidentally mauled the shit out of it when I was reeling it in. (laughs) And uh, so Joe ended up eating it, but he showed me a picture and it looked pretty good. Wait, he ate it just right then and there? No, no, no. Yeah, Rob was crazy. (laughs) Joe's a madman. (laughs) (laughs) It was insane. You ever see those photos of birds with their fish tails out of their mouth? Picture that, except Joe. After I took it off the hook, he was like, hey, throw it over. And he started doing that thing like when you're trying to catch popcorn in your mouth. <laughs> it's like when they were feeding the orcas at SeaWorld. You're just like... <laughs> you just see it swim down his... Yeah. <laughs> uh, so gross. What kind of fish did you catch? How was big a, was it? Um, I believe it was a bass. <laughs> it was a codfish. No, it was a, it was a trout. Was, how big was it? Give us a... Uh, like... This big, give or take, is that right? Uh, yeah, about that. That's yeah. not that impressive. Is it brook no. trout? It's a beautiful fish. But it was a really nice fish. Apparently, it was very tasty, Sarah. So, oh, so he took it and cooked it at home. It? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I we had like ice and stuff. Too. That's right, because you don't eat fish, do you? I eat some fish. I eat like cod and stuff, but I, uh. I don't like fish usually. So what about you? Do you eat, do you? Eat I fish? mean, I will eat fish, but I've uh, I've taken Joe fishing there a few times uh-huh. and. Uh, that's the second time we've gone and he's taken a fish and like killed it and eaten it. But I'm cool Jeez. with it. You release yours. I always put him back because I always fish so it. Yeah. yeah. So it's just another. But uh, the, the, what happened with Alberts is because trout have such soft mouths. What happens when you use like he had a three pronged or three three pronged like treble hook? It's called. Mm-hmm. Not the viewers are gonna love this bit. This is all <laughs> fucking. <laughs> We're out to Mapsaglia. Yeah, Mapsaglia. <laughs> but anyways, try super soft mouse. This thing had three bar or like a treble hook, so two of them went into the thing. Oh. And because they have soft mouths, they bleed super easily, and they also don't have a lot of blood. So oh. it lost a shit ton of blood as soon as Albert pulled it out. So at that point, it probably wasn't going to survive anyways. So it's like, okay, well, do you throw the dead fish back in there, or do you have someone like Joe who wants to eat it, and you know he's going to do a good job with it and won't yeah. waste it? So it's like, fuck, why not? Exactly. Exactly. Did you enjoy the fishing experience? I was super fun. I got a tick briefly, but I got him right off of me. It was yeah. good. You you felt the tick on you? I looked down and he was there. I was uh, doing long pants. Yeah, Everyone yeah. else is wearing shorts. But I'm I'm going to be honest with you. We don't have ticks in Newfoundland, so they really scare the shit out of me. <laughs> so I was wearing long pants and I was 
tucking my long pants into my socks. And I went down to tuck my pants in, and I saw this oh, big old tick. So crazy. I just, I, I was, I literally, I yelled out, Matt, what do I do? <laughs> <laughs> you just flick them off? Like, how do you, because they attached you? Well, he thing? wasn't dug in. No. He wasn't so dug I in. So I was able to pick him off. But I thought there was, like, a special technique where, like, if you don't put salt on him, then you get Lyme disease. Wait, what? Salt, salt is for leeches. Oh, yeah, same thing. Uh, leeches are the, the ticks of the water. <laughs> and now for an outdoor moment with Albert Coombs. Hey, are the ticks of the water. <laughs> Trees are the seaweed of the forest. Lyme <laughs> disease is really scary. Oxygen is the water of the, the woodlands. <laughs> the water of the air. <laughs> oh my gosh. How long did, does fishing normally take? Wood like, is, is the it bark a- of the interior. <laughs> Is it, is it an all day ordeal to go fishing? No, you just hang out for an afternoon, two three hours. Yeah, that was good. There's a decent amount of trotting, but the trotting is all nice, especially when you're coming from the city. Mm. Just being in the woods is nice. Going it out, is really nice. Centering. Yeah, yeah, I do. I like the woods. I just like to come home to this inside. Eh. Really? Yeah, I've never this? really. Ca- I've never camped. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to make it look like Gus's I mean, pub, uh, you know, with my Christmas Don't life. get me wrong. I love the outdoors, but nothing really makes me feel comfortable like a futon covered in cat hair. <laughs> <laughs> and the mic covers, too. <laughs> Very much. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, no, I've never actually been camping ever. No, it's sweet. I love it. It's my favorite. I love spending time outside. Yeah. It's like a, a balance, though, too, because it's like to do comedy and then also go camping all the time, it's difficult because they take place in two very different areas. They That's do. True. Yeah. And, and times, though. Good. Oh, great Fortunately, time. different times. Are, yeah. I mean, different times a day. Yeah, yeah. Are you a morning person? I can be. Okay, like, if I have, if what are I you know, naturally? If, I'm, if I know that I'm going to go do something, if you're like, oh, we're going to go fish for trout tomorrow, what time do you want to go? I'll be like, let's get up at 6. And I can be up at six and, and like be awake. Would you be and you go to bed uh, at a decent hour? No, I just know they get up at six because my body's like, let's go fucking fishing. Right. <laughs> okay. It's the same way. It's the same way if, if it was like comedy, though, right? If someone's like, you got a comedy show tomorrow at six a.m., my body would naturally wake me up because I'm that would just be like the lamest comedy uh, show. Could you imagine? Yeah, that uh, comedy shouldn't happen at daytime. No, 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 it shouldn't. Hey, uh, how about that uh, gunk in your eyes, eh? <laughs> That funny, yeah. Uh, boy, I'd love a cup of Joe. <laughs> so hacky morning jokes. Cup of Joe. There's a Joe Herfus joke in there somewhere. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't, wouldn't mind a cup of Joe in the morning. You it's know, so fucking funny. Yesterday with Brandon and Chris, we were talking about Joe Herfus and about how he's the type of guy to just kind of tell you. He assumes you know people in his life. Yeah, like he'll be like, "I'm just gonna come over there with Keith." I'm gonna. Me and Keith will be by. It's like who's Keith? I know That's Keith. So funny. Who's Keith? I know, you know Keith. You know I met Keith. Keith. Okay. Keith came fishing. That's well, so it's funny. just really funny. Like they were talking about how he just like assumes that you know his friends. Such a great dude, Joe. Yeah, yeah, I like a lot. Oh my gosh, it's that's good funny. drive. Good me drive. and him uh, driving. Yeah, yeah. You guys drove did up. you drive or did he drive? I drove. Yeah. Oh. I'm a driving man these days. So. It's Doctor Wheels. Adam Driver right here. <laughs> <laughs> 
god. I don't really get the reference, honestly. I got a car full of molecules. I'm an Adam driver. (laughs) Ooh, speaking of cars, what is your guys' fear? Don't you mean not speaking of cars? Mine is cars. I don't. I was gonna say. I hope you have better segues when you're on stage. (laughs) Hey, speaking of lamps, what do you guys think about uh, existential death? (laughs) That was one of my only crowd work things I've done. Was just be like, hey, how's everyone doing? What's your name? Uh, And uh, what's your deepest fear? Uh, why are you afraid of cars? Um, I don't know. I think it's how I'm gonna die. Oh yeah? Yeah, I think I, like I think I'm gonna get either <laughs> <At> this get- <laughs> exact moment. <laughs> hey, honestly, uh, somehow both Albert and I survive. We're perfectly fine. <laughs> <laughs> the car comes through the window uh, this way. <laughs> it's one of those rare uh, uh, catamaran cars. <laughs> oh no, that'd take us out. Not her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm talking about. I'm talking about the car kickflipped. A pointed flipped. car. <laughs> <laughs> it goes like that. We just both, I have a tire mark on my face. You got a little dent from the antenna. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sarah's completely gone. Sarah's just pulverized. I don't know why. I just. I think I've been almost hit so many times as a pedestrian <laughs> that I'm just. I'm scared of them, and I'm also just like a nervous driver. Like I don't oh, like that's driving. A bad thing, though. You don't I don't be a like driving. But I don't drive a lot, and yeah. that's probably my issue. Yeah. Is, is that like I just don't drive enough to like get comfortable with that? But like I always wonder what people are scared of. Like like really scared of. Like what really scares you? I'm scared of Albert and you right can, now. You can go deep. You can go deep or silly. Or We're like trying to sad. Do that Albert, I've done that twice. <laughs> be silly. Go deep. Go deep. Be scared. What's your deepest? What's deepest your, deepest fear? What are you scared of, you little bitch? What are you, what are you scared of? I mean, you're scared of um, the inside of turtles' mouths. Uh, that's horrific. Yeah, everyone would be who's seen that. First of all, that looks like uh, a lamprey. It's fucking horrific. <laughs> um, what's my uh, deepest fear? I'm sorry. What do you have against sheep and religion? <laughs> A lamb praying. <laughs> no. oh, that's oh my funny. god! That's delete this, please. Yeah. <laughs> Edit that out. Uh, lamb pray was my order at uh, uh, Bed Bath and Beyond when my buddy Ray was giving me a discount. <laughs> Can I get a lamb pray? <laughs> Anyways, oh, uh, you're so quick. A lamb pray is uh, a weapon I used that I made out of sheep. <laughs> Watch out for my lamprey! Oh my god! Jesus Christ! (laughs) Oh my god! (laughs) Fuck, that was good. No, that was really good. But seriously, what are you scared of? Nothing. I have no fears. My greatest fear, fear itself. Oh, <laughs> no, such kidding. a common No, answer. I get scared of everything. Remember when we were on the fucking wharf the other day and I was fa- scared of walking too close to the edge? I don't like falling. <laughs> I don't like to fall. Um, okay. Uh, I'm pretty sure there's some kind of a ghost living in my closet. <laughs> that has no attachment to the falling, though, right? <laughs> falling and ghost is just two separate things. 
I like falling. I'm pretty sure there's yeah, a ghost in a closet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just listing my yeah, fears. Okay. Oh, okay. Ghosts okay. in closets and falling. Yeah, okay. So falling, the ghost in my closet, the ghost in my laundry room, the ghost in my stove. <laughs> The ghost where, my, where are some of the other ghosts? The ghost in my parents' bedroom. The ghost in my laundry room when my parents are in there. Yeah, the yeah, ghost yeah. In, the, in the basement when my parents are down there. Yeah. You don't like ghosts. Gonna Do you believe in the paranormal? No, is, no. is that why you started... Is that why you pursued a career as a spirit catchman? That is... It's one of the main reasons that I, I got Like how film. Batman was scared of bats? Is that... Is that, is that how we got started? <laughs> <laughs> oh no, it's a bat. Oh, and my parents died, but that's not important. It's mainly about the bats. <laughs> yeah, realistically, his parents dying were more of an inconvenience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Actually, it was kind of a convenience. That gave him the money he needed to uh, yeah. establish his bat cave. More Add more to his bat collection. Ah, life in a cave. Perfect for somebody who's scared of bats. <laughs> Where's the bat on his head? He's not scared of bats. He loves bats. Wait, wasn't there all a... of his all of his weapons I are bat based. I thought he had a nightmare about bats or something. I, I seriously thought that that was oh, part no, of it. No, he fell into a well, and then the well and the bats all carried uh... him. But the bats lifted him upwards. It was a metaphor for how uh, 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 becoming a bat helped him, uh, you know, get over his parents' death or whatever. Yeah, okay. if Albert was a superhero based on those terms, he would be Quebec man because he hates everyone from Quebec. <laughs> <laughs> That's his one fear. Quebec people from Quebec. Gee, so he well. throws Quebec-shaped people. <laughs> I don't know. And I want to make it bit. clear, it's not that I dislike the French. If you're English and you live in Quebec, I live in Quebec. I hate you too. <laughs> It's about the landmass. It's about the, phys- the physical location. Yeah. Geographically, I think Quebec's terrible. Yeah. I actually really like old Quebec. It's beautiful. It's really. Yeah. It makes you feel like you're in a storybook, um, except without uh, Prince Charming. Old Montreal <laughs> is absolutely beautiful. Prince Charming. More like Prince Harming if you're in old Quebec City. Jeez, that place is filled with creeps. <laughs> yep. Very true. Old the Montreal world is and, not. Uh, the world old is. Man winter. Old Man Winter. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, is that all you're scared of? Ghosts and falling? I'm not afraid of ghosts. Are you scared of heights? Not, like... I don't think I'm irrationally afraid of heights, but, like, I don't like being on a mountain when it's windy. Scary he's concerned to get. He's, he's concerned he's going to get blown off a mountain. When I'm driving, uh, when I'm driving 100 kilometers an hour, uh, I'm afraid I'll jerk the uh, wheel to the right real quick. Sneeze? <laughs> nope. <laughs> Just have a momentary lapse in self-preservation. <laughs> just for some reason, your hands. <laughs> ever think about that? Just that, like you yes. would never want to, but just that, dude. The mental. Well, you could. You when could you're like it. when you're driving and like you said, you're going like over a hundred, and like I've done it in my mind a thousand times where I'm just like. If I just crank this, yeah, I could do like six or seven kickflips right. <laughs> easily. And then I, and now in my head, I'm picturing myself popping my car into reverse. So then when I finally land, I just like like <laughs> But it's not. I'd be dead. Oh yeah. yeah. But okay. uh, hey, you know, a, a girl can dream. <laughs> <laughs> not me. Not I, in my world. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. I have not been dreaming lately. Matt, what are you scared of? Uh, like le- legitimately, like what's a fear? Like what's when I was younger, I was, like, really afraid of water. Like, just, like, the bottom of lakes and stuff. And I hate seaweed. Oh. Uh, I don't like too many insects, but I'm not, like, scared of insects. 
Right, but you wouldn't want to be, like, covered in them. No, I wouldn't have Like, the Big Brother challenges where you lay in a thing and they, like, cover you in cockroaches. That wouldn't wouldn't thrill you. Um, I'm afraid of uh, finances. Yeah. That's my biggest fear, to be honest. I'm just so financially reckless, and I'm scared that that'll be the impending doom of me. (sighs) I'm afraid of uh, not getting some sort of financial stability to the point where I'm chasing my dreams... And slowly eating away at everything that I own to the point where I won't have money or anything to show for it. Dear gosh, we went deep with that one. Yeah, no, that's that's, that's a legit. A, but hey, what's the deal with ghosts? That's a legit. No, Matt, that's, you won't have to worry about that, though. You should start an only. I'm just giving you false hope. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also afraid of false hope. No, I'm actually af- afraid of debt too. I'm I'm scared of never getting out of debt. Yeah, actually, I'm scared to debt. Oh, for fuck's sake. Anyways, uh, <laughs> I have a joke idea about debt. Yeah. Um, Let's hear it. And how workshop time? Well, the only the only way that I think I can get out of debt is for both of my parents to die. Oh yeah, that's a funny bit. Yeah, but I is, don't know good. how to make it. Like that's yeah, yeah. all I have. No. Like I'm trying to, I'm trying to make that idea into a joke. Like no, the funny. idea no, that uh, the concept I, of your parents being like, you're like, all right, you've been around enough. Like, uh, save some for the rest of us. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't know. I think that's the, funny. Uh, the and idea, dark. The Real concept dark. of you like approaching your parents and sitting down with them. And uh, having like an ice cream cake and it says like, hurry up and die already. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You Would like, you mind? Don't, you don't poison the cake, but you put like a lot of butter in there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah no, that stuff is freaking. Your out. dad's like reading the ingredients. He's like, "Should oh, we, this is yours? Oh, is it? Yeah. Should we use the candles on here? It says these are there's a cancer causing agent, and Sarah's like, eat the candles. <laughs> eat the candles. Are we supposed to eat these bananas? By the way, I mean, you can if you if you want to have a little ASMR moment. Oh well, wait, hang on a second. I forgot about these bananas. I bought them, and now they're, like, not that ripe anymore. Oh, these are perfect. <laughs> I'm not... I Bananas annoy me. Mmm, Albert. Yeah. All right, you ready, Sarah? I got a joke written here for you. I got to try it out while Albert's doing it. This is a, this is a joke that Sarah's going to tell. You're going to try and turn it into a joke. See, to me, this is the... Is this not the joke? Yeah, it's not. It is, but it isn't. Like, you can... Well, even if it is, say it in the manner that you think the joke is portrayed. So, because we were talking about this earlier, you were saying there's a certain way to say it to make it sound like a joke. So say it, say it in the way that you think it sounds like a joke. Um. Keep in mind, it's a fucking bad joke. <laughs> I thought way okay. Hang on a second. I thought way more murders. Uh, oh, fuck. Okay, one sec. I'm gonna suck at comedy. Well, I'm not when gonna you're be able to stage, say shit. You know, you'll figure it out. You're oh not, my god. You're not reading it off a of phone. Too, and then also too, it's, it's my stuff that I have, yeah, yeah, have had yeah, in my yeah, head for months. Yeah, yeah that's true. Hurt. I thought way more murderers uh, hid behind shower curtains. Every time I hear about a murderer loose in the city, the first place I check is behind the shower curtain. <laughs> that's that's funny. Yeah, you could have, yeah. That's how I would say it. Yeah, it's good. It's uh, the saying is good. You did, you I, did there's well. definitely. A, do you guys think that there's definitely like a stand-up voice? Like you have a stand-up voice. Yeah, thing? I put on a bit of voice while I'm on stage. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, not me. I uh, just talk <laughs> in my uh, my normal voice. Hey, uh, Albert the hey. Kazoo Coombs. <laughs> kazoo. Uh. All right, wait. Let me give you one. I like uh, this idea. This is fun. It's fun. It is okay. Fun. Uh, this what, is good. What could we call this segment? 
joke uh, jokes on the spot. Jo- yeah. Jokes on the spot. Decent Sarah- pause between the first and second sentence. Sarah tries bad premises. It's a great premise. Sarah tries great premises. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. I'll do this. I'll do this. Make sure to plug your nose when you're saying it, though. You guys, you guys do an ad while I prepare for this one. Okay, folks. That's right. Not only are we sponsored by Bananas, but today we have a very particular sponsor. It's Bioderma. Laboratoire Dermatologica. Brumado Dermatologica. Aspetionte. Antitoncecadente. Hydrante. Rafecite. Tonifile. Posensible. Muy bien. Te cancindo. Muy bien. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I got it. Ready? Hold on, you gotta go. Albert's gotta do it. Oh, okay, Albert, you go. Okay, I've got to do an ad. Uh, uh, here's an ad for getting to I do. Uh, how men test women. Uh, like Neil, many masculine men test the women they are attracted to by seeing if they will mother them physically. What they really need is to meet a woman who will not love them like a giving mother but will like them as a self-centered receiving female until both parties want sex. <laughs> as a means of bonding and love making and will forsake all other relationships. Uh, uh, getting to I do. Uh, this book makes a lot of great points. <laughs> it's a great piece of literature. I, I'm, ready, I'm ready for the bet. Ready? All right. <clears throat> I don't care what the doctors say. I don't care what the warning in the box says. I'm not going to... I'm not... Okay, sorry. Fuck that up. I don't care what the doctors say. I don't care what the warning on the box says. I'm not going to stop putting Q-tips in my butthole. <laughs> <laughs> I love that joke. It's good. I miss it. I haven't told in a while. Well, because... Actually, you could. I could have stopped that. I, I'm not going to stop putting... It. <laughs> I, I should have stopped before butthole because people would think ear because that's a common yeah, thing. That, that's the yeah. yeah so yeah, I yeah. probably pause at the wrong spot there. The pause is all about the ear. The ear. Yeah, that's exactly it's it. Building up the suspense to the point where people think they know where you're going with it, and then it's the hard left. Right. Yeah. A little misdirection. Oh, I like misdirection. Yeah. Also, I still put Q-tips in my ears. Oh, I oh, thought. I still do, of course. It feels good. Oh yeah. It feels when you good, haven't yeah. when you haven't been yeah. with a person in a long time. That's the closest <laughs> thing. I also oh put them into my butthole. <laughs> Gotta stay clean, fellas. I just love Albert reviewing getting to I do. I think that needs to be a whole episode. Yeah, wait. Do you want me to do another one? Yes. Uh, this book is insane because it's very dated. What is it? It's it's a book by a relationship therapist Ugh. about how to land a guy. How to land a guy? Yeah. What are they planes? And <laughs> I, all men are planes. <laughs> from from the writer of Getting to I Do comes the next sequel novel, All Men Are Planes. <laughs> How to land a guy? Um, uh, here's a nice example. A nice okay. example. Uh, Glenn, a successful owner of a small franchise printing shop, probably a Kinkos, uh, <laughs> like the goals of his girlfriend Antoinette. She had begun a small children's clothing boutique in her home and was now a manufacturer with her own label. Glenn expects Antoinette to give up her dreams and Antoinette expects Glenn to give up the butthole. Antoinette 
requests in exchange for her dreams, she would like to peg the shit out of Glenn. <laughs> she wants to push that shit so deep inside of him that he will have a tickle in his throat. That tickle, a piece of corn. Oh, my God. Right, I gotta read <laughs> yeah, this book is crazy. It's a direct quote from this freakish book. <laughs> right? There's one in here. Oh, yeah, there's a part where it talks about you can't be a career woman. You have to choose between being a career woman and a woman with a career. Oh, I think I just came across that. Yeah. <clears throat> there is a time to put a career ahead of a womanhood, and there is a time of womanhood for ahead of a career. The biggest mistake is trying to do both at the same time. Can't do both. I usually recommend that young women get ready for a big dick in the what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> at the age of 45, <laughs> ask yourself, what is my priority today? Career or family? <laughs> what? I don't know. It's not, uh, it's not that great to read. Mm. Glenn, a successful owner of a fr- small <laughs> franchise printing shop, like the goals of his girlfriend, Antoinette. Antoinette. <laughs> She had begun a small children's clothing boutique in her home and now was a manufacturer of her own label. This is the bit that Albert read. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so read the yeah. next part. Yeah, they- That's on the page, just like I did. <laughs> uh, Glenn never doubted himself when his friends would tease him about being a wimp. He and Antoinette fit together in their own way. And it didn't matter to him what others thought. This is a shitty book. <laughs> Wait, hang on a second. Can I can I go in for one page? Because there was something really interesting written. Um, I love this so much. This um, is it so you angry. read that? Like you sit down and read that? Well, I do because the um. Well, you're getting to I do. You don't do. You're getting there. I'm trying to get to I. I think I gotta get the boyfriend first, and then the, there's this whole challenge, which is getting him to marry me. Well, comedy will make you. Undateable. Undateable, yeah. Yeah. No question. Hey, listen, the question is, how do you know if you are in an obsessive relationship? One sign of an addiction is uh, track marks all down your arm. (laughs) Jesus. It's a fun book. It's a good one. It's very harsh. It sounds harsh. It's, It's very much so just like, if you want a masculine guy, you really got to be the feminine energy. Like, you really got to, like, not... You can't text. Like, you can't be the one leading in any way. Why, why do you want a masculine dude? Um, Because little bitches don't turn me on. <laughs> Twinkie-ass bitches? Yeah, I don't think Twinkie bitches would want you either, then. Twinkie-ass. Twinkie bitches. If you're like, if you can't, if you went out on a date to a dude and you're like, ah, you little bitch, you don't turn me on, he'd be like, okay, cool, yeah, we're not going <laughs> to. Yeah, he would just be like, uh, I don't know. Uh, hey, I want my Twinkie bitch. <laughs> I've been Twinkies. on, I've been on so many dates where I have to lead everything and I don't like that. I, I like a talker. Do you think, I um, like, I like someone who can like, do you think, know. you want somebody who walks the walk and talks the talk, like That's a, a right. walkie talkie kind of man. Yeah. Yes. Do you think people are hesitant, men are hesitant to initiate anything right now, just given the global climate around how things are? And I'm not saying that that should be a reason, but I'm just saying people are are fearful because there's like this, you know. Do you mean in terms of making moves? Yeah. Like just doing anything. I'm on like that level where like even if a girl gave me a pretty hard signal, I would still like be hesitant and be like, 
are you sure you want me to kiss you or hold your hand or whatever? And, and then confirm with them. And it's not that I like, it's not like that I'm afraid of it, but I'm just like, I would hate for you to feel uncomfortable. And I think because mm. of that, you won't see as many men like that but because there's like this whole I thing around it. that's definitely true. Those, some of those men are getting uh, taken down. Yeah. Because if you do that, okay, if you're a dude and you do that and you make the aggressive move with somebody who's into you, it's great. Yeah. They you, love well, you it that to, you did but that. But you don't know who those people are, who's going to be into it. But, yeah. and but sometimes I mean, some people really, can probably, Sometimes we're really but, uh, blunt. Sometimes we're really blunt with y'all and you still don't pick up on it. <laughs> that's when you yeah, guys just I mean, move on. And then you're just idiots who don't know. Yeah. Or, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, that's. That can be the case. Yeah, we, yeah, I don't mind making... Um, Which is by I, far my fourth favorite book by Dr. Patricia Allen, Idiots yeah. Who Don't Know. <laughs> <laughs> getting to I do. Uh, uh, getting to I don't know. <laughs> she also says that you shouldn't sleep with someone before you have a commitment. Uh, I think that's crazy. A financial commitment? Like an uh, emotional Let's commitment. get a credit card like, together. Like, I <laughs> <laughs> Like I need to hear, like you're my girlfriend, and like oh. I'm only with you, and I'm your property. I'm yours. Property, geez. Well, the question <laughs> is, a lot of times for women, hooking up <laughs> is looking down. <laughs> Sometimes I just like to say things that are in. phonetically interesting without having a point behind them. <laughs> I like. I really like listening to people who do that too, <laughs> but try to sell it. I love people who would say something like that and then put it on like a pretty background. Yes, with, I was and just then thinking. they'll try to sell with it with enough confidence. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. If you put, con- yeah, if if you're willing to, you can put anything on a landscape picture. Oh, absolutely. Any yeah. bullshit. You could even put some of this horrible advice on there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I you mean, could sell it. I don't know if I agree totally with the commitment thing, but I do agree with like not sleeping together right away. Do you think culture nowadays is, has changed the relevancy of that book? I mean, I this book's I, at least thirty years old. There's Look a lot it. of yeah. there's a lot of when your dated, man comes to pick you up on his horse. Okay, wait. <laughs> there's a lot of dated ideas By in there. By cover but alone, I'm going to say ninety three. Okay, I'm going to say eighty eight. Ooh, ooh, ninety four. Oh shit, ninety four. I'm a book genius. <laughs> I've read seven of them. Were you okay? I'm gonna play something. Yeah, for you guys. As long as it's uh, appropriate, then cool. Um. Yeah, none of your dirty porn. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna find a. I have a sleep recorder app that records me in my sleep. Before, oh, this is weird. Before you, <laughs> before you play that, I just need to do a quick callback to the ba 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 ba. I'm not going to play the snoring because that's embarrassing. I'll go for it. No, play it. Play the snoring. No. If you're gonna, no, if you're gonna make us do this, you got to play the snoring. Oh no, that's embarrassing though. Yeah, to you. <laughs> <laughs> let, it, let the viewers know that Albert and I have to sacrifice nothing for this. Do you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you guys hear hear? Like, have you ever heard a girl snore? Yeah. Yeah. Is it? Do you think it's like? What do you? Cute? What do you fucking think? We're but two virgins. <laughs> do you think it's? Cute you guys, uh, you guys ever hear a girl snore? Have, have you ever got a hug from a girl? Before? <laughs> I'm gonna be honest with you. I only, uh, I only bone down with ladies who have a perfect esophagus. <laughs> 
I always check. Hey, send me a week of clean tape of your sleep, and then maybe. Albert Albert refuses yeah. to hook up with a girl until he sees at least a month worth of sleep scores. <laughs> No, what I happened like here on Wednesday the seventh, where you only got a sleep score of sixty-seven? <laughs> huh? <laughs> oh my god! I want to play the sleep laughing, not the snoring. Okay, I mean play both though. Should I do the laughing, and then if it's any yeah. good, we'll let you do the snoring. Bit. Okay, so would you be endeared by hearing this in in? Oh, you missed it. Like, what am I saying? Oh, I think I heard what she just said. She said, uh, hey, uh, I'm not pansexual, but I did fuck a lasagna once. (laughs) (laughs) That's my sleep laugh. Isn't it cute? That's cute. Uh, I mean, Albert's laugh. if, If Albert was... Laughing in his sleep, how he usually laughs, I'd be so fucking scared. <laughs> yeah, that's right. This is the smile. <laughs> it's so funny. Oh no, it's there. Oh, that's not bad though. That's not too bad. And it was only for a minute. I was uh, uh, I was in a tent sleeping next to uh, my buddy who was in a separate tent, and he said I will come up at ten. Uh, uh, oh, it's from, so homophobic. From a separate, no, it's not. I mean, this is the story that there's two tents between us is key. Uh, I woke him up by um, uh. farting and snoring a bunch in the morning. <laughs> He's <laughs> like, yeah, I just couldn't sleep after like 6 a.m. You were just farting and snoring. At the same time. Yeah. And uh, man, it's not homophobia. That's why I have separate tents. <laughs> oh, my God. It's so you funny. You know what? It's never not funny. Farting it's is always, always funny. funny. Yeah, I'm with it's, you. It's, n- it's, it's never hack, is it? It's never going to be hack. It's never. I was in, I was in Jasper. Um... Uh, with one of my friends, a girl I was dating at the time, she's great. And uh, we walked into a store and someone farted. And it was just such a loud, aggressive fart. <laughs> she buried herself in the clothing rack and I like had to turn around and like cover my face. And she thought it was me, which I was like, it wasn't Wait, me. Wait, cover your face but, from laughing or the oh, smell? Yeah, I was laughing oh, okay. so hard. Okay. And it, the guy who did it was still in there. And <laughs> what did he do? I want to know what he did. Did he own oh, it? Oh, he, he just kept walking. He's uh-huh. like an like old European would. dude. Oh, okay, okay, like okay. Like okay. Yeah, but it was so fucking funny. So yeah, farts are hilarious. Any, farts anytime. are really funny. They are. Farts are a great punchline, by the way. Since you're writing <laughs> jokes, definitely incorporate some sort of fart. Jo- I don't. Yeah. I I just. I mean, I don't do it around guys. I, I'll hold that shit in for like at least. Yeah, hold that shit. In. <laughs> at least a year. You know, that's like a one year anniversary. Gift. I remember. A oh, lady you're, t- you're saying you don't you don't fart around guys for at least a year. I thought you were saying I don't fart around guys for at least a year. I hold that fart in and then I give it to them <laughs> as an anniversary gift. She Here's your to one you. year anniversary <laughs> gift: a fart that I've been holding in ever since we left. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my maybe god! Maybe you die. It's maybe like that's Romeo. why you're having trouble finding a masculine man. <laughs> Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> oh hey, the fart wants what the fart wants, right? <laughs> oh my god! 
Sean Petty and the Fart Makers. Holy <laughs> smokes. Okay. Um, Capulets. That, that gas out of your ass. <laughs> Capulets. Okay, two questions to finish off this episode. Get. Two doozies. Uh-oh. I'm going to start asking these like every episode to people. Cool, cool. Um, what is an unpopular opinion that you have? That is a doozy. And it can be silly or serious or sad. I'll let Alva go first. <laughs> I don't have unpopular an opinion. unpopular opinion. And something that you think that like most people would disagree with you. It's hard to come up with on the spot. I mean, I definitely have a lot of unpopular opinions. Like, is there something you like that a lot of people hate? Or something that you hate that a lot of people like? Mm. I'm trying to think of one that isn't dubbed. Do you have anything? I mean, nothing like deep. Uh, I hate country music. Oh yeah, I don't like country music. But that's 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 a popular opinion. I would a, think. I think a lot. No, but I, I, depending on who you are, a lot of people love it. Where you're at in Shuby, I bet yeah. that is an unpopular opinion. Like Here everyone that I live with, they love country music. I I've spent several nights listening to very loud bad country music. Oh, that's fair. So. The thing is, is that I think it's about your proximity to um, diversity. Uh, yeah, diversity and like electronic devices. Yeah, you know, yeah. In the country where they have trees and no phones, that's where they like country music. Right. Country music is also so hacky. I watched. Did you guys watch the Canada uh, Canada Day House Party yesterday? No. I did not. I had is that to watch like, it. Uh, yeah, Plaskett was on it, or maybe that was a separate one. I think Plaskett was separate. That was a Nova Scotia one. Okay, uh, Plaskett's was super good. He had Mo Kenny on too. It was really good. Oh fuck, I um, missed that one. But then, uh, yeah, Sam Roberts was on the Canada Day House Party and a bunch of other people. Um, Sick. But uh, Dean Brody was on there, and it was unbelievable how fucking hokey it is. Like, it's almost hacked to say it, but like that, I listened to a country song backwards. It was great. The guy got his dog back. He got his car back. He got his (laughs) wife back. It's like an old joke. And it's just true. It's what they're all fucking about. Like, your thing, there's no problem beer can't solve. Yeah. Like, he might as well have had, that might be a song. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Right. It's all just It's so bad. Shit. It's so bad. Yeah. And Sam Roberts was on right afterwards, and then you hear this, like, I mean, it's not the most complicated rock music, but compared to a fucking country song. Right. So, like, intricate and, like, high energy. Have you heard Bo Burnham's country song? Ooh, no. No? No. Oh, dude, we got to listen to it. We got to pull it up. Pull it up right now. It's by far... I mean, I'm a big Bo Burnham fan. I love his clash between music and uh, comedy. He does it so fucking well. Um, Oh, before you put on Bo, I I just came up with my unpopular opinion. Oh, yes. What is it? I don't think that women are people. (laughs) What do you think we are? If we're not people. I don't know. Science hasn't figured it out yet. Oh my god! I swear to God, YouTube listens to me. Probably. I mean, it, it might actually be. Because I will be talking about something, and it's usually the first. Oh, three uh, months ago, though. That's probably why. Does he have a new Netflix special? Nope. That would be amazing. If he no, does. Netflix is just chopping up a lot of people's bits and placing them in like little clips now. Oh, okay. To attract more people to the. That makes sense. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Women are not people. Because I, uh, yeah, I was really into Bo Burnham when I was in high school. 
What about women though? Guard. You said they aren't people. Why did you say that? <laughs> I just wanted to I love say we breezed, fact. I don't know. We breezed over that. Um, yeah, I know. I think ladies are people. Okay, we're going to watch. Popular opinion. That's a tough one. I know eh? some people don't think that uh, in comedy you should uh, have Instagram and like. Um, oh, social media and stuff. Social media uh, mm-hmm. right away. But uh, in my opinion, I think you should get it as quick as you can. So then you're always building a following. Yep. So then once you have the time to do a lot, people know you and they've watched you grow and get better. That's a good point. I do think that you shouldn't put a lot of your early stuff up, though. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think you should put your stuff up. I think putting up unfinished bits is a bad idea, honestly. Um, Unfinished, right. Royce Goldville talks about it quickly uh, on a podcast that he does, I think, with either Mark or Pete Holmes. But um, he talks about how his first album, he made it, and he had like a lot of unfinished bits in there, and he did a lot of crowd work. And he said initially he wasn't like stoked on it, but then he realized he's like, oh, well, that's not a bad thing because now people come to my shows and they see those finished bits. So they so got they to see. Burnt. What's that? He didn't burn the jokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they still weren't a hundred percent done. So they got to see. Like where it all finishes in a sense. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's a fair point. On the other hand, wouldn't you rather? Yeah, you, wouldn't you rather be the Beatles, where everything they put out was perfect? Yeah, I mean, not that that's in you yeah, necessarily, yeah. but you know Perfected. what I mean. Like, like to have a perfect product <clears throat> when you put it out. The idea of an album being, uh, a combination yeah, released, of all that yeah. hard work. Yeah, exactly. And and that's why, I, I mean, a lot of people's first albums, I, musically, I don't know about comedically, because I haven't heard a lot of comedy albums. Yeah. But uh, it's, I find a lot of people, their first album's my favorite. Yeah. Interesting. Because they, they have to put, like, nobody's putting out an album before they've been playing for five years. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I could unless, right now, unless, unless you're Mitch. Mitch might put out an album soon, although I would <laughs> discourage him from doing that. <laughs> I would tell him it's a bad idea. What's, uh, what's your second doozy of a question here? Um, okay, last question. It's a real doozy. What is an insecurity you have in comedy that you're working on? Oh, I'm not uh, present at all <laughs> during any of my comedy. <laughs> what I'm, do not, you mean I'm not aware of what I'm doing. I, I'm just... Uh, I'm not uh, interacting with, uh, and I, I'm trying to improve on that. Like interacting with, like crowd work. Yeah, I don't look people in the eyes. <gasps> oh, you look, look up them. here. Yeah, but I also am not. Uh, it's like a script almost. Like I, I'm trying to get better at it. But is that a? But like it is that bad? I think or it's is that a part style. Of your but I'd like style. To, do you want to be crippled by having a style that doesn't require you to do crowd work? Like I literally. Just don't do it. But like Matt, you're really good at having a conversation with the crowd, and it's super funny. Like you uh, came yes. up with a good bit uh, Tuesday about uh, something to do with the superstore. Oh yeah, yeah. There's something funny happened, anyways. When you're, uh, I forgot what it was exactly. Yeah, pretty good. Pretty it's good. A good line. Gag. Yeah. yeah, and people will write on stage like that, and I don't really uh, okay. do that. But I would like to, and you know. Standing closer to the edge of the stage, and you know, there's a bunch of things you have to stuff do. Stuff like that. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I'm trying to get better at looser, as they call it, looser. Being in like the moment. Being yeah, being in the moment is literally, that's yeah. a big part of it. I, I think, I, sorry, go ahead. I, know, I was just going to say, like, I, I don't feel like I'm as open to something funny that I didn't prepare happening on stage. Right. So you miss out on a lot of, like, if something really fucked happened. In the audience, I would of course have to refer to it. That's happened a couple of times. Yeah, so yeah. Something weird did happen, but you could get a minute of laughs 
out of a moment like that that would be better than any written laughs because it's an experience that everyone's yeah, seeing happen off. right now. There's right. Nothing, nothing else is like it. Which is and I'll get like what a makes it magic. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. But you, but you are good on the spot with your friends. Like you're so. Oh uh, yeah, being talking. Quick yeah, I just I, so gotta, very frightening. Yeah, to, to yeah, be standing yeah on stage. no, it's not that's naturally totally yeah. fair. It, when you're hanging yeah. out with comics, though, I will say this. When you're hanging around comics, it's like the ball's thrown up and you're all ready to hit it with their bat, right? But like mm. when you're telling jokes to an audience, you're not expecting someone to throw the ball up. That's right. So, you're not even you're not even thinking about that. Yeah, because it just that's not part of it. So then when someone throws the ball up, you like panic. So yeah. the idea being when you're in the moment is like you're you people don't see that you have the bat, but you always have the bat because you're right. ready to hit one another park. But you don't want to rely on it. So for myself, mm. I think I do way too much crowd work. Which is and like my crutch is my crowd work. And I think I rely on it way too much. And you have opposite issues. We do. That's fascinating. That's fair. That's why we're such a great team. Yeah, you compliment yeah. each other. You're like the masculine and feminine energy in an ideal relationship. Like Pat am I, Allen. Wait, am I the Pat feminine Allen energy? Have, <laughs> I think you might be. Yeah, I mean, that's probably fair. Now that I have this mustache, though, <laughs> I'm pretty masculine now. I'm a, I'm a police officer. Anyway. <laughs> oh, that's that's an unpopular Ooh. thing to, to be right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah I want to. I want to be a police officer. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to be a police officer. No, yeah. Yeah. No, that's, fair. that's fair. That's really interesting. So, is that something? How do you think you could work on the crowd work thing? Not relying on it. Doing less? Doing less crowd work? Like, write more? Uh, write more? Of, and yeah. like focus, pardon me, really focus on writing more. Mm. Um, because naturally I love being loose on stage and not knowing where I'm going. Right. Because it feels, it like, it adds to the thrill for myself. It's like a selfish thing almost to go up there and do it like that. But then also at the same time, my writing style I think is very much like... I think a lot on stage, I write a lot on stage. So for right. me to not do crowd work at all or to not have those interactions with audience members, I think... Would be fake. Would be deterring me from yeah. writing in a sense. So yeah. it's like a healthy balance. Yeah. But uh, I really want to be able to sit down and, and actually sit down and write more jokes and, and have a set where I can do 15 minutes and not even ask a question to the crowd. Because a, a lot of comics like Albert is great for that because his, his jokes are so fucking strong, so sharp, so clean, like and just... The brevity of them, the tightness of them, there's not a lot of wandering around. So, like, he cuts and delivers with it. And because of that, he doesn't have to worry about crowd work because there's no one that's going to be really heckling him or anything like that because his jokes are don't wander enough. Right. It's true. I haven't had a lot right. of... I, I've had people heckle, but I've always just been... I had one guy at uh, Fickle do that, and he was being really annoying. And he, he went on stage, like, subsequently I saw him, and I was like, listen, man, like, I get it, but, like... Just nobody wants to talk to you on yeah. stage. Like, we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll ask you a question. Was he talking back to you or just uh, not exactly? He was just trying to become a part of the show. Hate that. Like, which is it. the worst. But uh, yeah, I, but I you'll find, find that very rarely. You'll find beginner comics sometimes do that. Like dudes who are getting into it, because and, but they don't have the right mentality. Will like be like, oh yeah. Like this is a good way to be like I'm also funny. It's like no, this isn't this isn't your turn. This isn't yeah. your time. And, and right, if Absolutely. this is the type of person you are, you're gonna have a real fucking rough That's go. What Yikes. I specifically told him is that you want comics to like you if you're trying to start in comedy. So you should not do things that all of them hate. Was this someone? Right was, was this that everyone was this someone who actually went up and did? I, I'd seen him afterwards. Yeah, and he, he did. Uh, he did fine. 
I, and he, he apologized when I told him that it was really weird. I don't think he was trying to be a dick. Yeah, yeah, no, I wonder no, if that no. was... But, do you remember the name? No. Okay. Um, I, I mean, I know the guy, but... Uh, I think I might know who it is. Um, that's crazy. He's not that, somebody who does it regularly, though. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think it is. Yeah, that's um, that's so interesting that you guys... Do you guys benefit from writing with other comics, or is it more of a solo I've uh, one of thing. my favorite bits I've written recently was from our live show. Yeah, that whiskey dick joke. Oh that was great. yes, I like that joke. Yes. Oh, I was gonna do that transparent joke tonight. What uh, I know the, but how does it work? You should do it. It's uh, or tell me afterwards if you don't. Oh, well, it's uh, I uh, don't have kids, but uh, I clearly identify as someone who does. I'm transparent. <laughs> yeah. It's not great. But there's something, so, there. there's something but there. But the idea, it, and to go back to like you're saying, writing solo as opposed to writing it in a group, I think it goes back to the riffing aspect of yeah. something coming out of just having those interactions. Yeah. 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 And it's, also, too, like for me, it's awkward because like I love getting feedback from you guys and like yeah. whatever that is. But like I also am just like, but don't write the joke for me. Like let me try to write this. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, it, like, because, like, I don't want to just take people's, like, there was something that Scott gave me that he's like, you should use this. Like, you should put this little thing in. But also don't be afraid of that. And I might, and I will do that, but I told him, I was like, you don't, but don't write, stop writing my jokes for me, because I want to write them. And I, like, I if you want to lead me into that feedback, or if you want to, like, ask me questions and probe me to get me to what you think would make it funnier, yeah. that's different. But I feel bad having people, no, like, someone just write, gave you a premise and a punch right there, I think it's just, different. But if someone writes a tag or a punch in your voice because they've heard you do yes. that joke, yes. I think it's I think it's fair game. And I think if anything, it's it's not insulting to not take it, but it's almost like a it's like a here's this treat you should take it. And if someone's right. like, oh, well, I don't know if I want to take it, you should be like, but if you try it out and it works, it's yours. It's always been yours. Right. You're you the- did all the math for it. Right. The only reason I could get there is because you did all the work before it. Right. So that's okay, fair. that's good to know. That's really good to know because I do feel bad sometimes because I I don't. I think the other thing too is is like I already feel like I have an unfair advantage as opposed to like someone who's just not friends with any comedians. Yeah. There's, there's just no unfair there. advantages, though. I mean, you've been yeah, putting I mean, a lot of work into this shit for, like, a while. Yeah, yeah. 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 That is true. That uh, is true. Minute. Yeah, yeah, no, that you're you're probably right about that. But uh, we're going to wrap it up because it's a fucking nice. hot-ass apartment. And we're, it is. I'm it's a nice night. It's pretty warm. It's, it's pretty warm. <laughs> it's very warm in here. And I don't know how to make it cooler. Like, I have no choice. Add more fans, maybe. Right? Put up some posters of some sweet bands. (laughs) (laughs) Get some fans in here. (laughs) Um, Boys, are you guys still doing Insta Lives on Friday night? Uh, Are we doing one tomorrow? I don't know. I'd be down to take the week off, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to look into transferring into podcasting anyway. Yeah. I think it'd be good to be able to release... On a day without yeah, necessarily yeah. filming on that day, yeah. especially now that we we're think back we're going to take over your space, maybe. You should. Yeah. You should do stuff, some we'll, stuff here. We'll rent it for you. Any like honestly, any if we could, that'd be sick. Absolutely, yeah. like like a thousand percent. Like I fucking love doing stuff like that. So we'll come, come by. Here, we'll we'll come buy you some McDonald's. You can hang out. We'll we'll get. I can I can I can like monitor while yeah. you guys do your thing that'd be sweet. and make sure nice. that there's the mics sound good and stuff. Yeah. Um, be sick. But you got to follow these gems on social media. 
because they're great and they're really really funny guys and Thank they're you. really good friends of mine and you guys have both been so like supportive of me and like just have helped me so much get to this point of being like I'm gonna get up on that fucking stage I'm and I appreciate that yeah. about you guys so and you've much you've been very supportive of us putting oh us of course on yeah there's one thing I should, and all the live and stuff, is, definitely appreciate yeah, the nice thing about comics is that if they don't think you're funny uh, they definitely won't encourage you to go on stage. <laughs> That's yeah, right. Because if anything, it's just like yeah, it's taking it's stage time from them. Yeah. That's true. So if I didn't think you were worth it, I wouldn't be be encouraging yeah, exactly. you. I'd be like, yeah, don't fucking bother. I think yeah. I think I've started seeing it that way too. Yeah. Oh, it's absolutely rather true. than people, rather than they're just being nice. Yeah, you yeah. Know? People won't like, give you advice if they don't think it's like about like sucks to go. Like, yeah. If if somebody didn't think you could do it, they wouldn't encourage you because of how horrific it is to just go up there and bomb yeah yeah <laughs> you, know, and and you might do that anyways but i yeah. might bomb and you and honestly bomb. like i'll just do a jig first or thing a lot of people do yeah you have to yeah you have to but honestly too i've literally never bombed i've never on a scale of one to ten i've never done less than 11 oh my god i've bombed a shit ton i performed in front of one person and he literally pissed himself <laughs> How old was he? Was it a mirror? It was, yeah, it was me. <laughs> it's me in my bathroom mirror. <laughs> That's a good place to end it. <laughs> Dear Lord. Okay, so okay. it's comedian Matt Baker. Comedian underscore Matt underscore Baker on Instagram. And I think Albert Coombs Comedy. Albert yep. Coombs Comedy. You uh, are? Albert Coombs Comedy. And yours is? Sarah Mackle. Sarah Mackle. And Intoxicated Podcast everywhere. Subscribe, leave a review. Let me know if you like this shit because life has been hard lately and it's been hard to do this every week. But I'm like still here. <laughs> uh, thank you guys so much for coming on. Thanks and for watching thank the Intoxicated Podcast. You actually get to physically ring the bell now. Well, it's due to everyone. You hit my hand onto it. I, can I start the hit? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And ring that bell. Ooh, nice. dang, that ring.